Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I am your host, John June. And of course, I've got my guy, my co-host, Greg Penniman. Greg, what is good, man? What's good? What is good? Oh, man, it's uh, week six is here. Uh, no Thursday night football, so you, your boy's dying for some football. All Sunday and Monday action. Uh, man, this is going to be real exciting. There's a lot of great games this weekend. So, yeah, let's get right into it. Yeah, man, we got a, a jam-packed Sunday. We also got a jam-packed Monday with the uh, double header, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills at 5 p.m. And then we've got the uh, Arizona Cardinals taking on the Dallas Cowboys at, mm-hmm. at 8.25 Eastern. So, you know, we're we're in a good spot here. I, I think some would say we're probably a little bit spoiled. Uh, but, hey, man, I, you know, it took us a long way to get here. We, we still had some scares uh in terms of special you know obviously oh, yeah. talking scare about covid <laughs> uh yeah i mean woke up this morning uh friday this, you know today's friday as we record this woke up this morning and the indianapolis colts had had uh shut down, had to shut down their f- facility for some positive tests uh but then came back that it was fault that they were false uh and i find myself ultimately like i mean immediately like praying for that that it is just fall a bunch of false positives because i don't want to be i mean obviously for the health of the players uh, that's that's the most important but uh as the fantasy manager i don't want to be scrambling around thinking like oh my god what like what do i what like you know you know what do i do about jonathan taylor or the indianapolis defense because i'm pretty sure that's what anybody's really starting these days um but yeah, uh, and then also new england patriots had a positive test as well uh Backup offensive lineman James Ferrent was added to the COVID reserve list. So uh, that is a situation that uh, is we are obviously going to have to monitor. We're going to have to see what's going on with this game between the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos that is, you know, at this point in time, being in danger is, is in danger of, of being rescheduled a second time. Uh, so. Uh, definitely something that we're going to have to monitor as we lead up to uh, Sunday. But, Greg, where are you at with these, uh, I guess, this New England situation? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty much uh, numb to it almost at this point. Every week you're expecting one of your players. I'm expecting at least one of mine with my luck uh, that uh, they could have COVID or your the game could get moved or that one of your players could have a bye week. So you just – Always have to be ready. It seems like I think, you know, we, we're pretty much, you know, got to get used to it very quickly. Uh, it's been probably this is the third, fourth straight week of uh, possible schedules and games moving. Um, so, yeah, just just keep being ready. Maybe, uh, you know, have have those streaming options ready. Uh, um, and that's really, really pretty much it because, you know, one of these, no one's safe. So one of your players will get hit. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's definitely tough these days with, with everything going on. Um, I mean, it's it's one thing. Obviously, COVID is one thing, but just even the the injuries that we've seen thus far, uh, the soft tissue injuries that uh, you you and pretty much everyone had warned us was was going to come to us, Greg. But um, I mean, it's just again, like we said with before this season started, it's something that we kind of knew was going to happen and we had to just kind of roll with the punches there so um 
yeah i mean it, it is what it is we just have to we, it is we just have to keep we just have to keep grinding but mm-hmm. uh, you know the same way these nfl teams they say you know what it's it's not i'm not going to complain because it's happening for the 31 other teams well uh on on a, on a smaller scale it's happening for the uh nine or 11 other teams or 14 other teams in your league so um you know some of your t- league mates they're going to give up uh some of your league mates they might be like you know the new york jets of of your league and just not even try so um you know you, you could all you got to do is sneak some wins get a, you know get a few wins get to the playoffs and at that point in time like anything anything can happen so without much left today is obviously the uh part 2 of the game previews part 1 obviously we recorded that yesterday if you wanted to go back and listen uh, to the teams that you are not going to hear today, uh, you could go back and listen to that. Um, but obviously, it's, you know, it's the part two preview, which also means it's money time. That's right. Starts mm-hmm. the week is today. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Yes, sir. We're we're also gonna do, uh, you know, play some get money, a Fanduel head to head between Greg and myself. Uh, Greg, I beat you last week, right? Oh man, it's about time. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, what is it? Two and three. I'm. Hey, I'm just gotta get to five hundred. You know, that's, that's it. That's true. Just gotta get to five hundred. Um. But yeah, but let's jump into the matchups because it's it's gonna be some a fun football weekend. First matchup on the slate, we've got the one and four Houston Texans. Traveling to Tennessee to take on the 4-0 Tennessee Titans. This is a 53-point over-under. The Titans are 3.5-point favorites. Um, in terms of injuries, Houston t- uh, tight end Jordan Aikens is uh, in the uh, concussion protocol. So he was a limited participant of practice. Tennessee tight end Johnu Smith was limited participant with a quad injury. And then wide receiver A.J. Brown was a DNP with a knee on Thursday. But on Friday, he was deemed as good to go. So it seems like he'll be playing. For me in this matchup, I'm taking the over. I'm taking Houston to cover. Taking Tennessee to win this game. Um, taking Houston cover the three and a half point spread, obviously. But uh, Houston played well in the post-Bill O'Brien era. I'm starting Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Randall Cobb. Uh, you know, all those guys are in play for me. Uh, I think whichever tight end plays will be useful, whether that's Jordan Aikens, who is in the concussion protocol. If he plays, uh, I think that he's one of the better options off the waiver wire. If he doesn't play, then Darren Fells is one of the top streaming options off the waiver wire, in my opinion. But at the running back position, David Johnson hasn't been playing the 90% of the snaps that he was when the year started uh, over the last two weeks. So I'm having less confidence in him, especially, I mean, just even as a player as well. So uh, I'm, I'm peeking at Duke Johnson a little bit. I'm not I'm not starting him or even adding him. I'm, I'm just looking. So uh, And then for the Tennessee side, it, it's Tannehill. Got to be Tannehill. I mean, this guy has been money uh, ever since taking over the starter in Tennessee. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, this guy has got to earn respect as an every week starter in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, uh, AJ Brown, he came back immediately saw more than 30% of the team targets. Uh, granted again, no Corey Davis, no Adam Humphreys in that matchup, but, uh, that's what, 
I was expecting when he when uh, he was coming into this year. Hopefully, this knee isn't an issue. It's not a problem for him, but that's something to monitor throughout the year. And then Derrick Henry, uh, this guy's well, yeah. got to eat. He's going to eat against this Houston this Houston run defense uh, that that gives it up to the running backs. And so, uh, and then Jonu Smith, man, your break, you know, your sleeper tight end. He's currently the tight end three. Uh, he's gotten at least seven half point PPR points in every single game. I don't think any other tight end can say that to this point this season. So, um, yeah, man, start that man up. Yes, sir. Um, definitely with you. I still have the over in this game. I have the Titans covering and I have the Titans winning. Um, definitely some shootout potential here for sure. Love both quarterbacks. Uh, both should finish, I think, in the top 10 for this week. Um, on Houston, yeah, Deshaun, David Johnson, yeah, continuing to kind of like see him bump down. He's he's more of like a, a low on RB2 for me this week. Um, both, I think uh, going forward, he should be considered more of a, that, that low-end RB2. Um, hasn't been super consistent. Hasn't had that blow spot we expected from him, especially with the easier schedule. Uh, definitely like all three receivers uh, in this one. Um, definitely for Randall Cobb. Uh, he's giving... You know, Tennessee's giving a lot of you know points to the slot position. Uh, so Randall Cobb is in a good spot. Will Fuller, you definitely have to play him. Um, Brandon Cooks, I think, is also playable in the flex. Uh, and uh, for Tennessee, yeah, Ryan Tannehill should kill. Derrick Henry should kill. A.J. Brown is also, you know, got some starter week potential here, um, especially if he's able to go. And uh, Adam Humphries, I think, is playable in some flex situations. Um, and, yeah, for sure, John o. Smith, is, he's the man, man. Just keep playing him keep rolling with him as your tight end yeah adam humphreys i forgot to mention him he's off the COVID reserve list so uh he is somebody i think you could play in this matchup as mm-hmm. well uh cory davis is not off the COVID reserve list though right no no he's i don't think he's playing in this game any interest in khalif raymond no sir not with nah nope <laughs> no, AJ not brown, even man. a little bit aj brown's back yeah. no i mean no aj brown obviously uh Deeper leagues, I, I, uh, Khalif Raymond was somebody that had intrigued me a little bit, but yeah, no, nah, he didn't, he didn't see nearly anywhere, uh, the, the targets that you would want from an auxiliary piece. Uh, AJ Brown, it is nine targets, uh, sign me up. Okay. Moving on to the next matchup, we've got the one in four Washington football team traveling to New York to take on the 0 and five New York Giants. The Giants, if I have this line correctly, are two and a half point favorites. Uh, this game is at 4:05 p.m. The f- one of the first of the four o'clock games, uh, one of the first of the few four o'clock games. Uh, the the uh, Giant the, uh, this game has a 42 and a half point total. The Giants are two and a half point favorites uh, in terms of injuries. Darius Slayton, he was limited participant with a toe. And then uh, Washington, it seems, is, is pretty much good to go in this one. So, Greg, what do you got? Uh, for this I one, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I tried last week. They were so close. They were like one uh, Michael Gallup catch away from getting maybe getting that dub. But I'm going to take the over. I'm going to take the Giants to cover. And I'm going to finally take the Giants to, you know, to get this win, hopefully against this Washington football team Uh, on the Washington side. um, It's going to come down to really Terry McLaurin versus James Bradbury. That's probably the key matchup in this, um, you know, Terry McLaurin 
Um, he's a wide receiver one as far as the attention he's going to get. Uh, James Webber has been shutting down core, um, you know, wide receiver ones uh, lately with Amari Cooper uh, and also Robert Woods. Uh, so I think it's going to be interesting. I, I would still probably play Terry McLaurin, but he's definitely got a little bump down for me. Uh, maybe more as a, a wide receiver too, uh, if anything. Um, Antonio Gibson, though, I think he's definitely in a better spot here versus the Giants. Should be, you know, better. Uh, then the previous week, uh, going against the Baltimore Ravens, uh, definitely better matchup here. Running more routes each week, getting more receptions, had a season high in receptions last week. I think he's a solid RB2 in this matchup. Um, for the Giants side, I'm looking right at Daniel Jones, man. I still have some faith, but he's definitely on this watch. He's on the watch for his starting job, really. Uh, he's in another favorable matchup. Um, you know, last week was in probably one of the juiciest matchups he'll get all year. Uh, didn't really do much with it. The offense is a whole did well, but not he wasn't really involved as far as passing touchdowns. Still hasn't had one since week one, which is very alarming. Uh, so I don't think you would want to take that risk in 12-team leagues, but uh, definitely keep an eye on him, uh, see if he could bounce back in this spot. Slayton, though, you got to play him. Expected to, uh, for him to perform as a, a wide receiver, too, with very high upside. Uh, had 11 targets last week, so that's that's a really good number. Uh, Evan Ingram is a borderline tight end one. I mean, it was alarming that his only real play was a rushing touchdown. He was only targeted twice uh, last week. So um, look for it. Really, It really ties in with Daniel Jones' play, uh, if he can get it to anyone else other than Darius Slayton. Um, but Devontae Freeman, I think, is playable as a, as a flex on RB3, RB3 conversation. Um, he, you know, he's, he was involved. He played very pretty well last week. So if you're, you know, desperate for some RB depth, four teams on a buy, I think he's definitely in a good spot to play at that flex position. But yeah, it's going to come down to the Giants shutting down this Washington offense. I think their defense will, will get him this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much with you, man. I mean, I'm taking the over here. Did you take the over and the under? Did yeah, you take I took the, the over and yep. the under. Yep. You took the over, yeah. I'm taking the over here, uh, taking the Giants to cover the spread and win this game. You know, I, I, yeah, I mean, this Giants defense, I don't know how many times I have to say it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty good, man. I mean, James Bradbury, he's a shutdown corner. This is, this is pretty much a matchup game, uh, the way I see it. This Giants, or this Washington football offensive line, uh, not very good, uh, a lot, allow a high pressure rate. So I think this Giants, uh, defense combined with the fact that you got James Bradbury, who's going to be able to, uh, to, uh, you know, I don't know if he's going to shut down Terry. I mean, he's shut down a lot of people for yeah, the most part be, this season. Um, but Terry's good. I mean, yeah. I would still start Terry. Yeah. You know, a lot of, I, I mean, it's tough, right? Because a lot of the leagues, I feel like where you were getting Terry, you might have other options available to you. Um, I mean, but like, so, yeah, like Kabu was saying early in the week, those other matchups that he shut down, they could throw it to Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb. Like, Collins not throwing it to anyone else, so it's, it's <laughs> Terry McLaurin still going to get uh, high targets and at least a high. Would you start Terry McLaurin or Robbie Anderson? Because those are two guys you could probably have. <sighs> yeah, and, and two both in two tough matchups too. Um, uh, yeah, that's tough. I think I'm gonna go with. Still, I'm gonna go with Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I think I would go Robbie on that one, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean. I, yeah, I th- again, Terry is a phenomenal talent. He's one of the best receivers in the league. I, I truly believe that. And so I, I don't think that you would be wrong starting him. I mean, seven targets, nine targets, eight targets, 13 targets, seven targets. Uh, this guy's 
averaging the 26% target share on the season. Uh, he He's going to dominate uh, the targets on this team. So, you know, you start him up. Uh, and then Darius Slayton, uh, I think you can play him again. 11 targets last week, like you mentioned. Uh, he's got eight targets over the last three weeks. Uh, clearly, he's leading this team in, in targets. So, uh, I think you can play him. Washington's definitely beatable as a pass defense. Uh, you know, their defensive line, obviously phenomenal and, and, you know, the pieces that they have and what they're able to do, the pressure they're able to force. Uh, so that makes me nervous for Daniel Jones and, and maybe potentially even uh, his ability to, to push the ball down the field in this one. But I just, like you said, man, you just, there's like, I'm trying to have hope here for him. Yeah, I have some. This is, I know, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, you, you you, I think the bounce back is coming. I feel like it, it is coming, um, but it, it should it has to come sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, maybe he sorely misses Sterling Shepard. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe he's close. He's close. Shepard is. He is close to coming back. So keep an eye on him if he's available in your league. Uh, maybe if he's, you know, uh, on 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 waivers or something and you have an ir spot you'd be able to stash him there mm-hmm. too so mm-hmm. be on the lookout for him but then Devonte freeman uh like you said i think you start him volume volume based running backs uh and volume is king in fantasy and and he's getting it right now yeah and then uh evan ingram i mean yeah had to get the rushing touchdown only saw two targets last week uh but he's had uh, at least an 18.5% target share every week before that. So I'm going to throw last week out. Uh, the rushing touchdown is at least good, you know? Yeah, no, um, definitely good. So, Still, you're right. So I, I, I'll, 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 I'll start him because, uh, I mean, who else are you going to start? Yeah, no, nah, yeah, you're, you're, you're starting Evan Ingram. Yeah, for, for sure. Evan Ingram or Zach Ertz? Uh, I don't know, you know, no Alshon and no no Deshaun Jackson anymore. So, uh, uh I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Zach Ertz actually <laughs> for one time. <laughs> I yeah, need to see I'm, from Danny I'm Jones, just, man. I'm 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 just, I'm not I'm not excited. No, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think they got to shore up that offensive line for sure, but he's got to take better care of the football. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Because he, he's. It's not like. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope. Hopefully, it turns around soon for him, man. Yeah. That's yeah. all. That's that's what I hope. Um, next team up. Next game up. We've got the zero and five New York Jets traveling to Miami to take on the two and three Miami Dolphins. This is a forty-seven and a half point total. The Dolphins are nine and a half point favorites. Uh, this game is, uh, well, in terms of the injuries, Sam Darnold is out with the shoulder. So Joe Flacco making his second straight start. Uh, left tackle Makai Becton, he will be out with his shoulder injury. So he will miss his second straight start. Uh, and then uh, Brashad Perriman, who came back with as a limited participant in practice, is expected to be out in this game. Uh, so in terms of you know my picks for this game, I'm taking the over here. I'm taking the Dolphins to cover this nine and a half point spread. Taking the Dolphins to win this game, and I mean, you think I was a Dolphins fan with how <laughs> in I am on the Dolphins in this game? Um, I'm actually the exact opposite as a Jets fan. I, I despise the Miami Dolphins, but 
you know, game recognized game. And so I, I, I respect this Dolphins team, Brian Flores, uh, the, you know, the culture that he's building over there, that team plays hard. Uh, they mm-hmm. compete unlike the teams of their, their former head coach and, and current Jets head coach, Adam Gase. So let me start with the Jets. I'm looking to play Jamison Crowder. Uh, now for the Miami Dolphins, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> he is the QB six right now. And the the Dolphins have their highest implied total of the year. So, uh, again, I like his pieces here. Devontae Parker has been killing, uh, especially with his jump ball, man, since Ryan Fitzpatrick hit fire last year uh, and never, never stopped. So, uh, expect him to dominate uh, the Jets on Sunday. Mike Gusecki, Miles Gaskin, those guys are must-starts for me. And, Greg, like we talked about before we aired, I figured it out, man. Preston Williams yes, is sir. playable in this game. When the Dolphins are in comeback mode, they play Isaiah Ford and target him a ton. But when they control a game, as they're expected to here, nine-and-a-half-point favorites, I'm expecting them to, to in, point, in terms of covering that. Preston Williams is more targeted. So, yeah, in a matchup like this, I think you can play him. And come on, man, with these Jets, these Jets corners, I mean, what 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 more do you have to lose? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you. I got the over, have the Dolphins covering and the Dolphins winning. Um, I loved covering the Jets and the Cardinals because they're the two easiest teams to really say what's going to happen. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> for the Cardinals, is the big two, and for the Jets, is the slot receiver for the, the Jets, and that's Jameson Crowder in this case. Uh, for Miami, though, um, yeah, all these relevant players have high upside. Fitzy, Miles Gaskin, uh, Devontae Parker, especially with that cornerback matchup, must start. And, yeah, Preston Williams, I'm with you on on the theory, and I think it's going to turn into a law. Yeah, Preston Williams in favorable games group games, Isaiah Ford in negative games group games. So, yeah, start those players up. Yeah, man. And then, I mean, look, I know Jets, uh, Jamison Crowder, that's the one player to focus on. But one player I do want to highlight heading into this matchup, we know Le'Veon Bell no longer on this team. Rookie running back, fourth-round pick, LaMichael Pirine, uh, he is on this roster. He was dealing with a high ankle sprain uh, in training camp. Uh, players or you know people in, in the, on the team have spoken about his explosiveness, how if there's anybody on this team that could hit a home run, it's, it's him. So... Uh, not saying to pick him up, start him. Not saying to pick him up, even pick him up. I mean, if you have a bench spot, go ahead and do it. Um, but you know, don't go out. Don't you know, go dropping anybody of of good value uh, to 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 make this transaction because again, we're dealing with the irrational uh, man that is Adam Gase. So uh, you know, don't put all your eggs in 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 that <laughs> basket, especially the the Jets basket. Yeah, I learned the hard way. Um, all right, so. Moving on to the next matchup, we've got the 4-0 Green Bay Packers traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the 3-2 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is a great matchup, 54.5 point total. It's a Hall of Fame game right here. Uh, (laughs) This is basically a pick-em, man. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Green Bay Packers, they're one-point favorites in this one. Uh, Yo, we finally get this game, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady, uh, whenever... We we you whenever we would want to get this game, uh, it's either Aaron Rodgers was hurt or Tom Brady was deflating a football or something, uh, you know. So we could never get this matchup, but finally we get it. So, um, in terms of injuries, 
the Green Bay Packers getting Devontae Adams back. That is huge for them out of the bye. So he should be good to go, especially as he was close to going in the Atlanta game. And then for Tampa Bay, uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Scotty Miller even have all been removed from the injury report and are all systems go uh, for Sunday. And then Leonard Fournette, he is questionable. Obviously suited it up, uh, suited up as an emergency back last week. Uh, we also, you know, know that Devin White, the the stud middle linebacker for the for the Bucks, was apparently the emergency running back because they were so banged up at the running back position. So uh, that is a huge boost if he actually is able to go. So Greg. Where are you at with this matchup, man? This is probably the toughest one to call, uh, I think, of all the slate games. I'm going to take the under, though. And I had, I literally am just switching right now. I'm taking the ten, I'm taking Green Bay to cover, <laughs> taking Green Bay to win. Uh, I just think Aaron Rodgers is going to make some magic happen to, to win this game. This game is going to be one of those who has the ball last, basically, is going to win this game. And I think it will be the Packers. Uh, I think this is the, yeah, the favorite for best game of the weekend other than that the the sleeper of you know Cleveland and Steelers but Aaron Rodgers Aaron Jones Devontae Adams is back uh please start all three of these guys they are you know going to dominate in this matchup uh all three guys are going to have some you know great uh potential here um Robert Tanyan very going to be interesting to see how he does here uh not an easy matchup as well as Devontae Adams being back how does that impact him um but I think you know he you're you're, you're playing him after the hot week last week and uh just in general the opportunity and the target share that he's been getting um on tampa's side uh tom brady i think he's in store for a good matchup as well uh you know and ronald jones he's you know all those injured running backs he's been the one constant the one healthy one rob ronald jones you got to start him up uh with some you know strong RB, or, or running back too uh with some rb1 upside he's been rushing very well uh getting moving the chains getting uh, uh positive uh r- runs on or in each run um he's running very physical and great right now uh mike evans and chris godwin these boys are back together so that's awesome to hear i think both of those guys are in position to to play well jerry and alexander is is a very uh relevant and good corner so um he might have some impact in one of these guys performances but uh, i think uh these guys should still be able to to give you solid wide receiver two performances um with some one of them getting wide receiver one upside uh and that's pretty much it i think jamal williams uh, has some intrigue uh if you're desperate to start a rb2 or to start a flex um he might be able to get some touches and uh could score a touchdown yeah, I'm I'm taking the over here. I'm taking Tampa Bay to cover and and win this game. Uh, yeah, bro, like you said, it it is a toss up. It could go either way. I really, you know, I could see that scenario playing out with whoever has the ball last. Uh, but this Tampa Bay defense, this is it's a really good defense here, mm-hmm. man. They're uh, they you know they're they're one of the top. Uh, matchups against the quarterback position or one of the hardest matchups for the quarterback position except the herb you know um, <laughs> except for justin herbert who <laughs> apparently uh does not care about matchups uh, so um but you know tampa bay uh, carlton davis he's a good corner but i don't know if he'll be able to uh to shut down a healthy uh Devontae adams in this one so you're gonna, you're gonna fire up Devontae because uh, i i know you've missed him ever since oh, week, man. week one uh aaron jones uh, I mean, we we wax poetically about this guy 
in the season preview, if you had if, or the season review, if you hadn't heard that, we did a week five, uh, a five week uh, recap of the season of the year so far and things that we've learned. So you got to hear that. One of the things we learned, Aaron Jones, the real deal. So start that man. Any matchup. I don't care. Um, Sir. And then uh, Jimmy G in this tight end econ- economy, uh, he's he's a must start. So you're going to have to do that. Uh, and then Jamal Williams, I like that man. I think that he's a he's a he's playable. Oh, did I say Jimmy G? Why am yeah, I talking Robert, about Jimmy G Robert, with the Packers? I mean, you know, he was, he was Robert Tanya back in the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, yeah, I was, you know, <laughs> uh, Robert Tanyan, Uh I think you start that guy up, man. I mean, after three touchdowns, you, I mean, hopefully you started him because he was my stream that week. So hopefully you started him. If not, uh, he's been. On, I know he was on bye. Maybe you picked him up off waivers. He's not gonna probably not gonna score three touchdowns again, but in a matchup, high total. Uh, start him. He's had yep. five targets each of the last two weeks, and Devonte Adams back. So we got to see the target distribution. But uh, start that man. And then on the, um, and then yeah, Jamal Williams. Like you said, I think you can start him. I mean, you know, we obviously know this game is going to have a high total. Green Bay is the they are the favorites here with the higher implied team total. We know that Aaron Jones does not play the full allotment of snaps. Uh, so all it takes is. Uh, a snap here or there to for Jamal Williams to be down by the goal line and for him to be able to get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So I like that there. And then on the Tampa Bay side, Tampa Bay offense is in a great spot. You know, yep. this Green Bay defense not not good at all. So uh, Ronald Jones, you know, he's he's been uh, like you said, he's been running well uh, all that offseason training. Uh, it's showing off well right now, and uh, he's 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 working as like you said, RB two with RB one upside and. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, I I don't want to, you know, go crazy with Ronald Jones because we know how Bruce Arians is. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, it could flip at the drop of a hat. So Good. I'm not going to say too much. I'm just going to, you know, start him, put him in your lineup. You know, we'll hope for the best and we'll just keep going as, as the season progresses. But uh, Tom Brady, start that man. Chris Godwin is back. Uh, so I think you could start him. Uh and then Mike Evans has a tough matchup with Jair Alexander on the other side, but he's been he's removed off the injury he was removed from the injury report, so seems like he's good to go now. So I, I fire him up as well. Yeah, the only tough matchup I'm scared for Mike Evans is Marshawn Lattimore, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really it. But uh, you know Jair Jair Alexander, where's number twenty three? Uh, so maybe you know. Uh, he, you know, maybe he he might remind Mike Evans a little bit of, <laughs> of Jair of uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Um, but yeah, I mean, I still want to say Mike Evans is a sell. I'm just throwing that out there as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of his production in the last few weeks has come off of touchdowns. Uh, Chris Godwin's coming back. We've always expected Chris Godwin to be the number one target in this offense. So if you could sell high on a Mike Evans, uh. I'm not saying he's a sell like oh man I have to get rid of him I'm just saying if you can sell high for a Mike Evans then uh, I, I I think I would do it interesting um all right moving on to the next matchup we've got the four and one LA Rams traveling to San Fran to take on the two and three San Francisco 49ers this game is a 49 and a half point total uh the Rams are three-point favorites in terms of injuries. Uh, the Rams are pretty good in terms of injuries, but the the Niners, Jimmy G was removed from the injury report, 
with that uh, high ankle sprain. Uh, And then linebacker Quan Alexander did not participate in practice with a high ankle sprain. So seemed like uh, that, you know, that's going to be a potential uh, sore for the for the Niners defense. But in terms of this matchup, I'm taking the over here. I'm taking the Rams to cover the spread and win this game, Uh, starting with Jared Goff here. I mean, we talked about him the other day uh, during the, the, you know, the, the the season review and he's been playing lights out. So uh, I fire him up in this matchup uh, against the 49ers who are giving up the 13th most fantasy points to the quarterback position. And obviously we just watched them get lit up by Ryan Fitzpatrick last week. So uh, I think you start Jared Goff with some confidence and obviously you're going to start Robert Woods. You're going to start Cooper cup. Um, And again, I not starting Tyler Higby. Uh, I mean, I think that, I would look elsewhere at this point. Uh, we're, you know, this is not somebody. He's on, he's only on pace for for forty six uh, receptions. He had the three touchdown game, uh, but you know you're not going to get three touchdowns every week. Gerald Everett outproduced him last week. Uh, also outproduced him the week before with the rushing touchdown. So I, I I'm very nervous about Tyler Higby. Um, you know, I'd be looking elsewhere if, if I could. I'd that potentially hurts? go. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think I would start Zach Ertz. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then on the. No, well, in the in the front. Sorry, the Rams backfield, the most confusing part of the of oh, the yeah. Rams. Oops, for sure. Uh, what do you what do you do about. The Rams. I mean, Daryl Henderson obviously uh, was great two weeks ago, uh, or three weeks ago, and then he bombed two weeks ago, and then he was great last week, and he was on everybody's bench. So, um, not sure what to do with him. I think you could flex him if you were desperate. Like, if you are desperate, desperate, you can flex him. Uh, Cam Akers, interesting. Uh, he's, you know, was able to obviously return from the rib injury last week. Uh, did did run for 61, 61 yards. Also saw a decent amount of snaps as well. So and and Sean McVay talked about uh, trying to get him more involved. So obviously uh, we know Sean McVay is a liar. So do we really want, do we want to do that? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, in a game like this, uh, we we you know Miles Gaskin gave it to them a little bit. Uh, you know the Rams have been have been really good as an offense. So I, th- I think you can. I think I think you can flex. Uh, I think you can flex them. Um, and then, in terms of the Niners, I'm willing to throw the entire game last week against the Miami Dolphins. I'm willing to just throw it out. Uh, you know. Uh, so I mean, obviously Raheem Mostert, he played well. Uh, Jarek McKinnon, we didn't see him uh, used much at all. Uh, but if you watched that game, it was out of hand very early. Uh, Jimmy G was clearly not healthy. Uh, he could not plant on his back leg and, and actually make a throw down the field. Uh, and at one point, the the Miami Dolphins realized this. And at one point, uh, you know they're down twenty one seven or thirty to seven. And Kyle Shanahan, he you know he just waves the white t- the white flag. And you know so I'm willing to throw that game out. Jarek McKinnon was was still. Uh, relatively involved in that game, so I think you could flex him. Uh, I would not, uh, 
you know, I, I, he would be one of my very few options uh, to flex. Like, I would flex a DeAndre Swift over a Jarek McKinnon, I think, in a matchup like this against the Rams, who actually have a really good defense here as well. And then, so, uh, Mostert, play him. Uh, George Kittle, play him. Rams, pretty good against wide receivers, so I don't mm-hmm. want to play Ayuk or Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. But uh, Debo Samuel did see 89% of the snaps last week, saw eight targets. So, I think if you're box score shopping, uh, Debo Samuel is probably somebody you should buy. Uh, yeah, for me, I'm, I got the over. I have the Rams covering uh, and the Rams winning. Um, on the the Rams side, I'm with you about Jared Goff. I'm with you about these receivers. I think, think I favor Robert Woods a little more um, in this matchup since he has the easier cornerback uh, matchup. So Robert Woods should, should do well here. Um, the running backs, I, yeah, the only one that I would be confident in starting would be Daryl Henderson, um, but he, yeah, he could also just give you a dud, and Malcolm Brown could have a solid week. So it is uh, very tough. So, but Daryl Henderson is the only one I could probably consider starting as a flex uh, with this running back depth being tough. Um, and on the uh, 49ers side, Jimmy G, you know, I'm not really touching him right now till he finds himself. Mm. Uh, the receivers, I'm not really touching with this tough matchup. Uh, and yet, more said, I'm starting. George Kittle, you're definitely starting. Uh, yeah, man, that's uh, pretty much McKinnon. Yeah, McKinnon last week scared me so much uh, in, in a lot of spots that I'm in. I probably might have to start him, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna it's looking kind of tough. I mean, hopefully they're able to use him more. They saw what happened last week in the route that they had that they didn't involve him at all, and it didn't bode well for them. So maybe they do get him involved a little more here. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he was playing 25% of the snaps. It seemed like he was the primary third down back. Um, but then, you know, like I said, when C.J. Beathard came in the game, we saw Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson ended up finishing out that game. Yeah. It was basically him and Mostert. Uh, and Jeff Wilson was playing 23% of the snaps. So I'm hoping McKinnon gets used a little bit more. He did see his targets were actually, you know, pretty good targets. One of them, uh, you know, his, he saw a, a deep, target on a wheel route that was like 40 yards down the field uh so you know he was he was definitely utilized i think you can play, again i think you can play him uh I'm, I'm not you know going out of my way to play him but like yeah. you said as a flex if you're in spots you know with four teams on by it's 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 not the worst thing you could do um all right man anything else on this matchup greg uh no nah, we can move on all right, man, moving on to the next matchup. We've got the 4-1 Kansas City Chiefs traveling to Buffalo to take on the 4-1 Buffalo Bills. Both teams come, coming off a loss here. This is a 57.5 point total, obviously the highest on in Week 6. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs are 4.5 point favorites on the road here. In terms of injuries, Sammy Watkins is doubtful with that hamstring. That is expected to keep him out. And then John Brown is questionable with the knee injury that kept him out of Tuesday's game against the Titans, uh, as well as t- tight end Dawson Knox is qu- uh, questionable with a calf injury. So, Greg, where are you at with this matchup? Uh, this game, I have the over. I have the Kansas City Chiefs covering. I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning. Uh, this is, you know, a very exciting matchup just as far as how Le'Veon Bell will be used. I'm looking right at him. I'm very intrigued wait, in this matchup. Question. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, he's not Sorry. playing. That's right. You're right. You're right. He's not he, playing this week. 
Yeah, sorry. I should have mentioned that before the injuries. Le'Veon Bell cannot play in this game as there is a five-day waiting period as for the COVID protocols. Um, you know, I guess he's a, he's a new free agent joining this team. So he is not eligible to play in Monday's game against Buffalo. So do not start him. Do not count on him being in your lineups this week. Uh, now, Greg, continue. So we won't scratch that about Le'Veon Bell, but still intrigued about this Kansas City Chiefs offense, of course. Uh, Clyde, you know, his last week is probably, you know, the, an RB1 in this as far as opportunity and touches. So definitely fire him up, fire Patty Mahomes up, fire Travis Kelsey up in a great spot here. Uh, Tyreek Hill's in an excellent spot here, um, definitely in the slot. You know, it's when he, he plays a lot of slot snaps almost half the time, uh, Bills give it up to the slot position. So definitely start Tyreek Hill up in a full blow spot. Um, and for, you know, the uh, Buffalo Bills side, uh, Josh Allen, of course, starting him up. He's locked in for uh, almost a top five QB performance every week. Uh, Stefan Diggs has been super money this year as his number one receiver. Start him up. Definitely leading some teams to wins right now, for sure. Uh, especially if John Brown can't go. Even if he does, Stefan Diggs has been pretty dominant. Uh, the running back, Zach Moss, I think he's going to be healthy. He's going to be able to play. So he might get some touches. It might be still majority to Devin Singletary. Um, but the, you're still not starting Zach Moss. He's more of a stash. Devin Singletary, I think he can be in, he's a, in, in the flex conversation. Uh, I think I still favor him maybe over like a Jerry McKinnon or something like that. So I, uh, he's playable. Um, and, uh, yeah, for the, the receivers, other than Diggs, Cole Beasley might have some intrigue, um, as a, as a, a flex or a wide receiver three. Yeah. So for me, I'm taking the over here, taking the chiefs to cover the spread and win this game. Uh, in terms of, yeah, this is going to be, a, this is going to be a fun game, man. Uh, I could just kind of already, already seeing it, see it playing out, playing out the chiefs, uh, jumping out to a huge lead and we get Josh Allen in comeback mode, mm-hmm. we saw a little bit of it on. We saw a little bit of it on Tuesday night. Uh, you know, I th- this one, uh, Vegas is expecting a ton of points here, and so, you know, Josh Allen have to airing it out. Uh, probably gonna be running around on this Kansas City on this Kansas City defense, um, trying to make some plays. So Stephon Diggs, you start him up. I mean, the matchup. The Chiefs are pretty good against the wide receiver. Obviously, they got tore up last week uh, by the deep ball. So maybe Josh Allen and the Bills try to attack attack uh, Kansas City that way. Uh, they don't have a Henry Ruggs, though. But uh, maybe uh, John Brown, if he can be healthy, that would be a good uh, way to attack this defense. Uh, if not, Gabriel Davis, he's, he's interesting. Uh, he was in on 100% of the snaps last week. Uh, he uh, ran a route on 100% of of Josh Allen's dropbacks last week as well. So I uh, also saw a, a 21% target share in that game. So, yeah, he's definitely somebody that I'm uh, – he has my attention. He has my attention for okay, sure. Okay. I'm not picking him up and starting him, um, but he definitely has my attention. Um, but, and you know, that's, that's if John Brown can't go. Uh, right. Let me preface that. If John Brown can actually maybe not because uh, Gabriel Davis uh, had a 15% target share in week three. Uh, John Brown was healthy then. Uh, oh, nope. Actually, I take that back. John Brown was not healthy. So, uh, nope, don't play him. He's only if only playable if John Brown does not play. So, uh, and then in terms of the Kansas City side, yeah, man, Patty, Travis, Kelsey, 
uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, and the Miko Hartman man. Can we trust him this week? That's the that's the question. Are are you are you willing to slide Miko Hartman into your flex this week, Greg? I think so. High over under game, uh, high potential for him to maybe make a big play. I'm always scared of Demarcus Robinson having to do that. I mean, Sammy Watkins also. I forgot to mention him. He's probably he's startable as well as that that second target. No, Sammy Watkins is doubtful in this. He's, he's not oh, yeah. play. If he's not play, if he's not playing, then got. I think yeah, you can start. You can start McCall Harbin in this one. Yeah, I mean, I think I would definitely flex McCall Harbin if I could flex me. If I could, uh, I would flex McCall Harbin over Jarek McKinnon if I could. Yeah, um, especially in the PPR league. Especially in PPR league, and the best part about that one is, it could you could take that one down to Sunday night because you know Jarek McKinnon plays a Sunday night game. Jarek McKinnon, uh, Miko Harmon plays in the Monday night game. True, five, if you're, you know, if you're really chasing, Eastern game, McCole might be the so move. So if you're chasing, then McCole could be the move. But yep. um, uh, something to keep an eye on there for for you if if that's your if that's your situation, but um. Yeah, I mean, uh, Clyde, like you said, this this is the last week we get him at, at full RB1 usage. Mm-hmm. This Buffalo run defense is beatable. So, uh, I yeah, man, I, I, I'm definitely starting Clyde, 100%. Not, not a question. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got in this matchup. Anything else, Craig? No, yeah, it should be should be a very good game, though. Uh, these, these two Monday night yeah, things going on, I, I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, watch the NFL start making this doubleheader a, real, a yep. real thing. Yep. Um, might have to, you know, reconsider. I, I've always thought people on the West Coast were lucky, man. You know, they get Monday night football at 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 five fifteen, um, but now they're getting a game at two at two p.m. Oh yeah, it's that lunchtime. You know, that like Friday Friday evening at at work. You know, you get tired, go right home, watch some football, and then eat dinner, watch football. Oh man, yep. Can't can't go. <laughs> note to self: can't live on the West Coast. Productivity nah, yeah. would go Facts. down. Facts don't. Live on the West Coast. <laughs> no. Uh. All right, man. Moving on to the next matchup, the last matchup here, Monday Night Football, the final of the double headers here. We've got the three and two Arizona Cardinals traveling to Dallas to take on the two and three Dallas Cowboys. This is a fifty-four point total. The Arizona Cardinals are two and a half point favorites over the uh, Dak Prescott-less Dallas Cowboys. Andy Dalton-led Dallas Cowboys. Um, obviously, in terms of injuries, we obviously know the injury to star quarterback Dak Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys. He'll miss the rest of the year with the broken ankle. With Andy Dalton making his start in this game, I am taking the over here. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys to cover this two and a half point spread and win this game. Uh, neither of these defenses are very good, but I think Dallas is going to make a concerted effort here to get uh, Zeke Elliott going on the ground game. Uh, That's got to be their formula this week. Arizona is uh, not good against the running back position. Uh, Yeah, so Zeke Zeke has got to eat. They got to feed him this week. Uh, you know, Arizona giving up the, the 12th most fantasy points to the running back position in half-point PPR scoring. So uh, I think, yeah, Zeke Elliott, he's got to eat in this matchup. Uh, in terms of the receivers for Dallas, this is going to be tough in, t- in terms of what you're doing. 
Um, but I think the only two that I would start would be Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb. Um, I would Michael Gallup. He's you know he's in the Miko Hardman um, place for me, mm-hmm. but probably more of where Miko Hardman was prior to the Sammy Watkins injury. Um, you know where he's he's kind of the nitro the nitro button. Which is kind of what he was with Dak, but it's just less obviously. It's less. It's less probable now with Andy Dalton. You won't really understand the situation. Don't know how often he'll really go down the field. Um, you know, he seemed to have a pretty good connection with C.D. Lamb upon getting in the game. So interested there. And then Dalton Schultz. I mean, this is this one's tough. If I could have found a better tight end to pick up off waivers than Dalton Schultz, then I would I would start them over Dalton Schultz. Um, but the not knowing and the role in that offense still, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm waiting to, to wait and see on Dalton Schultz before making any, any, uh, any swift moves here. But then in terms of Arizona, obviously we got the big two, uh, you know, that's pretty clear. Uh, but then we have the, the, you know, Kyler Murray, obviously, and, and then DeAndre Hopkins, but then we have the problem, which is what do we do? about the running back position between Kenyon Drake and uh, Chase Edmonds. And last week I was saying you don't want to start Kenyon Drake over Chase Ed- or Chase Edmonds over Kenyon Drake. Um, and I still believe that maybe, because if you have both, I don't know, I really don't know what you would do because Kenyon Drake has just been so bad without the touchdowns. Um, you're almost banking on that. And then uh, Chase Edmonds, though, over the last three weeks, uh, has seen a 14% target share, which if you you know you know anything about Arizona, that 14% target share is uh, second on the team oh, behind yeah. only DeAndre behind only DeAndre Hopkins because he's getting 28% of them over the last three weeks. Oh, that's and it. So that's crazy. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it must be that must have been that ankle injury. Uh, I mean, week five he only had 20% of the team targets. Uh, but again, I mean, Chase Edmonds over the last two weeks is seeing an 18% target share. So, um, you know, six targets each of the last two weeks. If you're playing in a full point PPR league, uh, Chase Edmonds is, he's startable. He's, he's startable. I mean, he has to be, if you're playing, if you're playing, I mean, if, I mean, I think if you're playing in a full point PPR league, he's probably more startable than Kenyon Drake. Yep. I mean, I, I just I think that's the way it has to be. Just because Kenyon Drake is so touchdown dependent, uh, Chase Edmonds he's getting the receptions that Kenyon Drake is not. Uh, Kenyon Drake has seen uh, exactly one target uh, the last two weeks. So I mean, I I I have to start Chase Edmonds in a full point PPR league because he's even scoring with his opportunities. So uh, that's where we're at there. Uh, Greg, where are you at with this matchup, man? Uh, with this game, I have the under. I'm taking the Cowboys to cover, though, and I'm taking the Cowboys to win. Uh, just Andy Dawn, I think maybe we'll bring it down just a little bit so they might not get that 54, but there's still going to be a lot of points in this game uh, for Dallas. Um, Andy Dawn, I think it's a very popular streaming option. I think he should be fine. Uh, I told you I dropped Matt Ryan for him, so that's the faith I have in Andy Dawn in this offense. Um, start him up. Uh, Zeke Elliott in a great spot here should dominate, especially with the usage. Um, you know, we talked about how the 20 carries hasn't been happening the last couple of weeks. That definitely should happen this, in, in this game. Uh, and the receivers, 
you got to always favor them uh, with Michael Gallup, uh, you know, C.D. Lamb, and Amari Cooper. And uh, Amari Cooper, as you're, we'll see what this target share is going to look like. But at the very least, you're starting Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb for sure uh, as a confidence wide receiver, too, with some wide receiver one upside. Um, Michael Gallup and Dalton Schultz will be interesting to see uh, if, if he targets those guys uh, and how his, his progression and his target share goes with Andy Dalton. Um, on the you know, you know Arizona side, definitely the big two. They always continue to be that Kyler Murray and D Hop show. Uh, and yeah, I'm pretty much with you on this running back situation. It's going to be tough. I I think I would if I had both of them, I probably would end up starting Chase Edmonds um, over Kenyon Drake. I, I want to be in a position where I'm starting both of them. I think they just think that caps you. Uh, so, if I, yeah, I'm choosing one. I'm, I'm ranking Chase Edmonds above Kenyon Drake this week. Yeah, man. I think that I think that that would be the that would be the way it would have to be. Uh, I mean, in a standard league, I would go Kenyon Drake. I I, I just want to uh, I I want to be clear about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. If you close your eyes. Right, and you looked at this. You look at this running back split. Oh yeah. I mean, Ken Kenyon Drake playing sixty seven percent of the snaps uh, last week. Uh, Chase Edmonds playing forty five percent of the snaps. Uh, you know, Chase Edmonds with with six targets last week. Kenyon Drake with the one target last week. If you closed your eyes and you looked at this production and this offense, or I just read these numbers out to you, you would think I was reading to you uh, twenty nineteen Sony Michelle and James White. Yep, yep, yeah. I mean, you were that's favoring, kind of, that's you were kind favoring of James White every time because he's more the consistent and the safe option, and that's that's money in fantasy. So you want that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's all we got on this matchup. It's gonna be a great a great Monday night of football, mm-hmm. a great week of of football, weekend of football, Sunday, Monday, uh, whatever of football. But it's gonna be great. Um, but what makes it even better is when we hit some, we hit on these starts of the week, man. Yeah. So let's get to this money time, Greg. Quarterbacks, we always start there. Quarterback start of the week, Greg. Who is that going to be? Oh, man, the reason why I switched to the Green Bay Packers to win this game is because of Aaron Rodgers solely. Uh, I got Aaron Rodgers going against this Bucks defense. Uh, second in deep ball attempts. He's sixth in the red zone attempts. Uh, he's got his main guy, Devontae Adams, back. In a high over under stack game, all the stars are playing. I think Rogers shows up and shows out in his best way. Uh, he hasn't had lower than a lower finish than QB fifteen. I think you can guarantee you know a top five performance here. Let's go start Aaron Rodgers up. Okay, I like that man. I yeah. mean, going with the with the uh, the the gusto man. He, the the Aaron Rodgers, the goat is back. Woo! Uh, my quarterback start of the week, man, Matthew Stafford. The Detroit Lions going up against Jacksonville, who gave mm-hmm. up the seventh most fantasy points uh, to the quarterback position over the last three weeks and on the entire year, actually. Um, Jacksonville, as a defense, is allowing a top five touchdown rate against the or to the quarterback position. They are 31st in sack rate, uh, so they're not even breathing on these quarterbacks. Kenny Galladay, he's healthy and hoping we saw, uh, hoping. That we see this this deep ball fully unleashed this week with a good matchup here against Jacksonville. So Matthew Stafford, start him up off coming off the bye, man. Oh yeah, I like that for sure. Another reason why I had Aaron Rodgers is because you took Matthew Stafford. So yeah, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford is in a great spot here. Oh yeah, man, absolutely. Thank you for being so considerate there, Greg, <laughs> and sharing. 
Greg, your running back start of the week, man. What do you got, bro? Oh, man, this is really tough. I even <laughs> So I had thought about Derrick Henry. He's in a great spot. Thought about James Robinson. He's also in a great spot. But just thinking about it more and more, how, how can I not just choose Zeke right now? Like, this is it. This is a, a huge, <laughs> great blow stop for mm-hmm. him. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, the offense is going to have to rely on him as far as the touches and the uses. Um, Andy Dawn should at first you know handed off to him even in the tar- the passing game Zeke is being involved so I think you got to play Zeke Elliott going against the Arizona Cardinals they fully unleash him uh to take over this offense and uh get it get him some wins I'm I'm loving your starts of the week right now Greg because you know quarterback on one of my fancy teams Aaron Rodgers running back on my one of my fancy teams <laughs> Zeke Elliott. So yeah. I'm loving your starts of the week right now. They make me feel real good. But somebody who also makes me real feel good, makes me feel really good, that is going to be Miles Gaskin, oh, the man. The gas man. Dude was super che- the gas man who was super cheap off the waiver wires, uh, cheaper than gas in Jersey, man. Uh, Miles <laughs> Gaskin, sixth, sixth in touches per game at the running back position over the last three weeks. He's fifth at the running back position in target share with 18% during that span as well. The Dolphins have... By, uh, by far their largest implied team total at 28 and a half points here against the New York Jets. Their previous high was 20, was 24 two weeks ago against Seattle. So, uh, you know, last week we saw Jordan Howard be a healthy scratch and Miles Gaskin ended up with these goal line carries. So now you've got these tar- this target share with these goal line carries. It's like if you took uh, Sony Michelle, uh, James White, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, you threw them together, you get the gas, man. Miles Gaskin, yes, start him up, man. Let's go. Greg, your wide receiver start of the week, bro. What do you got, man? Oh, man. You know, we talked about how this boom week is coming. I think this is the week for the Cheetah. Tyreek Hill versus the Bills. He's played 43% of his snaps in the slot, according to Player Profiler. He's in the smash spot in that alignment versus this Bills defense. Uh, matched up with Teron Johnson, uh, giving you know giving up a lot of points to the slot position uh, as far as the receiver. He's fifth in deep targets. He's sixth in air yards amongst wide receivers. Uh, this is so he, the the blow up spot is happening. The Bloom Gabe is here for a classic Tyreek Hill day where he carries you to a W. Uh, your your opponents are like, oh man, I played Tyreek Hill in Week Six against the Bills, uh, and you're, you're like, oh, man, I feel for you, man, because this is one of those days where he might get 30 points. So start up Tyreek Hill uh, plus 25-point potential right here. Oh, man, I'm feeling really good. Another one of my another, <laughs> another one of one. the guys another I have one. on my fantasy teams. I mean, look, I, I, I'm not complaining, man. I'm just – the only thing I'm going to complain about is that uh, the, the Buffalo game and the Arizona game – uh, the Kansas City Buffalo game, Arizona Dallas game. Neither one of those games are are in the main slate for for DFS this weekend. I know, but I know. One game that one game is on the main slate is that Detroit Jacksonville game. So you know I'm gonna have to go with a stack here. Yes, sir. Right, Matt Stafford was my quarterback start of the week. My wide receiver start of the week gotta be Kenny G. Kenny Galladay going with the the stack. My guy is finally healthy. Saw a 27.6% target share last week after seeing a, uh, almost a 23% target share the week before. He saw a slight uptick in both snaps and percentage of routes run uh, per team drop back last game. So hopefully he gets to the 90% mark in both of those categories after the bye because he's got a great matchup here against uh, 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 Jacksonville cornerback Chris Claybrooks who according to Pro Football Focus, uh, he's expected to be lined up against and is giving up 2.24 yards uh, per uh, per coverage snap, which is fourth most 
at the position. So yeah, in a game where the Jags are uh, or the Lions are in their highest implied team total of the year, sign me up for some Kenny G, man. Oh, it's about time. You know, I got Kenny G finally one of my fantasy teams. So yeah, yeah, that's that's finally happening. Kenny G's about to blow up uh, as he continues to do. Hey, man, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, man, love that. Greg, your tight end start of the week, man. What do you got, bro? Oh, man, if you, you know, didn't, you know, I know the Kenny G stack is going to work, but if you want another stack with Matthew Stafford, go get his tight end, TJ Hawkinson, going against the Jaguars. Uh, you, we both love Stafford in his matchup. Got to love Hawkinson as well. Going against the bottom 10 fantasy team to the tight ends as well. Uh, where Hawkinson is really thriving is in that yak. He's uh, eighth among tight ends and yards after catch, getting with 99 yards. He's been very consistent this year at tight end 11. I think he's in a sweet blow spot coming with this offense off of a bye. Um, yeah, TJ Hawkinson is going to be targeted, and you got to start him up as well. This whole offense is going to blow up. Oh, yeah, man, this whole offense is going to blow up. I mean, you almost went James Robinson, so this game might blow up. Yep. A little sneak peek to, to the DFS rundown tomorrow when we talk about the games I'm, I'm targeting. But if you haven't figured it out by now, one of the offenses I'm targeting, that is the Miami Dolphins. That is why my tight end start of the week is going to be Mike Gusecki. Ooh, yes, sir. He cooked the Jets last year, and they had Jamal Adams when he cooked them. <laughs> so now the Jets are giving up the sixth highest catch rate allowed to the tight end position they're also giving up the sixth highest touchdown rate allowed per target to the tight end position as well so mike gusecki leads the dolphins in red zone targets with seven which is tied for fourth at the tight end position and he's third on this team in target share over the last three weeks so yeah man start my guy mike gusecki stop benching him uh stop you know uh you know, oh, why do I have to? I got to bench Mike Kosecki and start somebody else because he no, had a no, bad no. game and then no, he had no, this no. great game. Like, just start the guy every week. Yes, every week. He's an every week starter, man. He's too talented to not be. Yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, Greg, starts of the week. That is it. But now it's time to, to get some money. Yes, sir. So. Get money, money, take money, money, take yeah. Money, money. I'll be counting 5, 10, 20, honey, yeah. We're going to play some get money right now. So, Greg. Uh, I believe you had the first pick last week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I did because I would have taken Clyde probably as my RB. Oh man, yeah, yeah, I and, think so. And I couldn't take and I couldn't take Dalvin Cook because he wasn't on the main slate. <laughs> right, right, right. And now you can't either because he's hurt. Because he's hurt. Yeah, but you know who's not hurt? I know, man. Alexander Madison. <laughs> And he is 7,000. Oh, so I'm going to take oh, him man. with my first pick here. Oh, so <laughs> That's tough because, you, know, uh, you know, I had him slid in here. You know, I love those cheap plays. You know, I'm trying to save money. Um, but mm -hmm. all right, that's, that's your first That's your first pick. I'm going to have to can't get Zeke on that on that uh, main slate. But, you know, my, my honorable mention starts the week. Got to go Derrick Henry. Got to go for the stiff arm king right here. Josh Norman is still recovering. Yeah, got to go Derrick Henry. 9,000 as my RB1. All right, yeah, man. I, I like that. My wide receiver one here. Got to go with the start of the week, man. Kenny G. Kenny Galladay. 7,200, man. Uh, I'm, I'm going with him as my wide receiver one. Yeah, for sure. Like that. As uh, my wide receiver one, I'm going Adam Thielen. 7,400. I like that. Slide him in going against Atlanta. Uh, both him and Jefferson are in blow spots, but you know Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, number one receiver, going to dominate. Yeah, I like that. Uh, speaking of dominating, I'm going to go with somebody who's completely dominating targets 
leads the league in target share over the last three weeks. That is Allen Robinson, 7,000, going up against Carolina. Mm, definitely like that. Uh, I think for my second running back, I'm going to go Kareem Hunt, 7,000 uh, right there. Another cheap play, you know, maybe some, uh, maybe consider a tough matchup, but just as far as his usage and his opportunity, you know, they and the Browns still love to use the run game and the running backs. Cream Hunt, you gotta, you gotta play him. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna go my my uh, second running back is actually gonna be James Robinson, 6500, going up against Detroit. Uh, good matchup here for him, so I like that man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I am going to go here as my second receiver. I'm going to go Juju Smith-Suster, 7,100. Slide him in. You know how I feel about Cleveland against these slot receivers. No Deontay Johnson. Now, oh, man, I wish we could redo this analysis. Juju is going to kill. Yeah, man. Um, I'm actually trying to make up my mind here because I was going to change something up but actually might just keep it here um i i'm gonna go with my third wide receiver i'm gonna go aj brown 6500 mm. going up against houston i'm uh, gonna go third wide receiver i'm gonna go Devonte parker 6400 uh going against the jets we know we love this entire team, this entire offense. I think mm-hmm. it starts with him and Miles Gaskin. Uh, Devonta Parker kills in the in the receiving. Okay, yeah, I like that. Uh, also, going to have to leverage that by going mm, with my okay, tight end okay. start of the week, Mike Gusecki here, fifty six hundred. They're not going to raise his price anytime soon. Doesn't seem like. I mean, Robert Tanyan is sixty two hundred before we see. I know, uh, crazy man, Mike Gusecki even get up over six k. So going Mike Gusecki here. Yeah, man. So, uh, Greg, you think you well, you have the next pick, obviously. But I yeah. do. I do. Uh, I'm gonna go quarterback here. Take Aaron Rodgers. My start of the week, 8400. Slide him in. Uh, going against Tampa Bay. Uh, here we go. Oh man, I like that. But and I will raise you uh, for my flex spot. I'm going Aaron Jones. Oh, what uh, a leverage. Ooh. Oh, man. Yeah, that is definitely <laughs> a leverage play. I mean, we couldn't. We don't have Alvin Kamara on the main slate. Dalvin Cook is hurt. Uh, I mean, obviously, Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry. But, um, you know, I'm, I always like that pass game work. So the closest thing we get to Alvin Kamara is uh, Aaron Jones. Yep. So I'm, yep, I'm, yep. I'm going Aaron Jones. Like that. Like that for sure. Oh man, uh, I'm going at tight end. I'm gonna go Jonu Smith. He's 5800. Another guy cheaper than Robertson, which is crazy. Um, going with Jonu Smith, 5800. Going against Houston. Just been a consistent, solid person for Tannehill every week. So start him up. Yeah, man, I, I like that. I actually had him penciled in here uh, until I decided to go uh, to Mike Gusecki at the last minute with mm-hmm. a pivot here. Uh, my defense, I actually have I, I actually have enough money because I, I I jumped down from from Johnu Smith to Mike Kosecki, saved myself an extra two hundred bucks, and I'm able to get up to the Miami Dolphins defense forty four hundred. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, you know all week I've been uh, preaching stream of the week Carolina. I've been picking them up everywhere. 
I'm all in on this Carolina Panthers defense. I'm sliding them in. 3,700, real cheap, uh, going against Chicago. They should hold it down. I like that. And did I? I don't think I took my quarterback yet. So No, no, no. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I had him here. I know you weren't going to take him, obviously, because yeah. you already took Aaron Rodgers. But quarterback, uh, obviously, I'm going with my quarterback start of the week. Matthew Stafford here, 7,300 against Jacksonville. Uh Love that price there at seventy three hundred. Um, you know, two hundred dollars more than than Kirk Cousins. That's a tax I'm willing to pay to not have to play Kirk Cousins. So, uh, I, I, Matt Stafford, let's go. Word and for my last spot in the flex, I'm gonna go Randall Cobb. Go cheap. Go fifty one hundred. It's got this easy juicy matchup uh, versus Tennessee. Uh, with the slot receivers, um, giving up m- multiple fantasy points per game. So Randall Cobb is going to be in a, in a good spot here. I think he, he can blow up. Yeah, man, I, I, I like that one as well. I'm, uh, well, obviously we're all done here. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But yeah. in, in terms of my lineup here, I got Matthew Stafford as my quarterback, 7,300. James Robinson is my first running back, 6,500. Alexander Madison is my, my second running back, 7,000. Kenny Galladay is my, my first wide receiver, 7,200. A.J. Brown, my second wide receiver, 6,500. Allen Robinson, my third wide receiver, 7,000. And that tight end, I have Mike Gusecki. Uh, and then at, in my flex, I have Aaron Jones. Uh, at, well, sorry, Mike Gusecki, 5,600. Aaron Jones, 8,500. And then for my defense, I've got uh, the Miami Dolphins, 4,400. Definitely like that lineup a lot. Very well-constructed, good leverage. Uh, I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, 8,400. Kareem Hunt, 7,000 as my RB1. Derrick Henry as my RB, other RB1 uh, at 9,000. Um, and then Juju Smith-Schuster, 7,100 as my first wide receiver. Adam Thielen, my second wide receiver at 7,400, which is which is super cheap for Adam Thielen, I think, uh, which is crazy uh, as my wide receiver, too. Devontae Parker, 6,400 as my wide receiver three. Uh, John o. Smith sliding as my tight end going against uh, ten, uh, Houston at 5,800. Randall Cobb in that same matchup on the other side for Houston uh, at my flex for 5,100. And then the Carolina Panthers as my defense, 3,700. Got $100 left. Let's go. Oh, man. Hopefully uh, you you buy me something nice after I beat you and get to, to three and three in this one. Um, <laughs> I'm high. I just want to dine with their points. Got my free lunch today. You know I, I'm doing I'm doing well for myself. <laughs> oh man, that's that's nice, man. I I I I, uh, I wish the Giants the best of luck this weekend. No, uh, that, that game could go one or two ways. Honestly, it really could. Um, but. Hopefully you guys all enjoyed the show. Hopefully uh, you are still in the thick of it. Hopefully you are still paying attention. You're not uh, falling out of uh, uh, you know you know falling out of love with fantasy and, and not paying attention and and you know just stick with us. We'll be fine. You know like like I told Greg just now in regards to the Fanduel, all we're gonna do is get to 500. You know one week at a, one week at a time. Just stack the wins. Count them up later. Uh, get to get to the playoff spot, whether that's the sixth, the sixth spot, the fourth spot, the eighth spot, whatever the format of your league is. Uh, just just get in, and uh, we'll see what happens once you get there. But that being said, good luck this weekend, everybody. Uh, please rate review the podcast wherever it is that you're listening, uh, and then also 
You know, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FF Diagnostics. Follow Greg on Instagram at we underscore made it. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JR Football Nerd. Uh, have a good one, everybody, and we are out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Catch us on Spotify, too.